0: Hello, everybody. It is your Uncle Fish back again. Happy to see you this beautiful Thursday morning. This is the School of Fish art stream, which comes to you every Tuesday and Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Agents of Geekdom Network, which can be found, liked, followed, and subscribed to on all of your YouTubes and your Twitches and your Facebooks and uh, Twitter and all those places. you can always go back and re-watch old episodes of the School of Fish and ArtStream if you want to, because we've done some awesome stuff. We create all kinds of new characters and stuff here, which has been one of the most fun things to work on. Um, hopefully, everybody is seeing things okay. Been having a little bit of uh, connection issues this morning. What is up, Tyler? Good to see you again, man. Glad you're here. Getting audio, no video. Dang. All right. So we are having some real troubles here. Uh, Katie, can you see what's going on or are you just hearing it? Because I have been having connection issues this morning. And okay, Katie can see the video. All right. Oh, man, I hope it is just Tyler having trouble with it. I've had to I've had to reload everything a couple of times this morning. I don't know if it's restream issues, or uh, I don't know if it's something on the lines over here. I'm not sure what's going on. Like I couldn't get my uh, screen to show up, my drawing screen to show up earlier. Um, hopefully, everybody that's watching over my shoulder on TikTok can see what's going on. Uh, let's see if Tyler gets back in. If he gets any better. Man, Tyler's just seeing all black. All right, Tyler, uh, let me turn this one on. Can you see this screen? You can absolutely switch over to TikTok if you want to and watch over my shoulder. Absolutely. If you're having connection issues there, I'm just concerned. If you're having connection issues, then uh, other people are going to be having trouble seeing it too. Even if Katie could see it, um, hmm, man. Okay, man. Tyler says he's not seeing anything over there on Twitch. Um, But Katie can see it on Facebook just fine. Man, I don't have another. Uh, Vanessa Designs on Twitch says the video and audio is working for her. Man, I wonder if it's just a Tyler problem. I mean, if it's just Tyler having trouble on Twitch, then yeah, you could absolutely go watch over my shoulder on TikTok. Absolutely. Or you could catch it on YouTube or Facebook too. I personally like going to YouTube because I didn't have to type in anything special to get my comments to show up. It just uh, showed up automatically through YouTube. YouTube's a lot easier than Facebook is on sharing that information. But okay, if most people can see me all right, then uh, we're going to keep going. I wanted to, for anybody that might have missed it, I wanted to show the design we came up with yesterday or Tuesday rather. You yeah, know, Fishy's getting his days mixed together there. And we rolled up a bunch of random powers. We got gravity manipulation, gravity control, creating light, uh, instilling fear, in fight or flight reflex in other people. And when we rolled up what world it was going to be in, we got the MIB cartoon, which a lot of people didn't even realize MIB had a cartoon. It was so good. And after Sarah told me where to find it last last Tuesday, That's basically all I've been watching ever since because, well, my wife's gone, taking my grandkids home and my daughter-in-law and getting them all settled in because my fourth grandbaby, third from her, is fixing to come any day now. And she want to get back home before all that happened. I don't blame her. So I've been left to my own devices. Me and Eli, our youngest sons, I've pretty much just been watching MIB all day long. (laughs) I still love it, but I was going to show the time lapse video and talk through it a little bit, like we wanted to do an alien, which is cool. And when I do an alien, I want to make it alien. I don't, I don't want to do aliens that you could just put a guy in a suit and pretend to be an alien. Like I want them to very much be aliens. So I go with very different body shapes. Um, even though this is a biped, I went with like uh, a tripod type symmetry to him everything's in sets of threes so he's got three sets of limbs on each side he's got three toes he's got three eyes one mouth but do you really need more than one i mean and uh, I like the idea of him having a little bitty set of arms on the side which would be good for doing the little things and like you know handling food and all those things and then bigger limbs for getting around and fighting and attacking as you're evolving and and he's this scientist to explain away all these crazy powers that he had We made him this scientist that was working on an experiment you know trying to create a sustainable little white hole experiment. And he did it, but his experiment then sucked him and all the machinery and his equipment into the white hole. And then sometime later, it spits him back out as this new being that is combined with all the equipment and stuff from his uh, lab. And has this white hole burning in his chest, this little speck of a white hole that is this, you know, incredibly dense, but also light emitting. And, um... it's just such a cool idea. And now he's only focused on feeding this white hole. And like he comes back out of this near death experience with this like soul focus on feeding and keeping this experiment going and keeping this white hole alive and fed and moving and, you know, and so he's just sitting there trying to consume the universe like a scientist does when he goes mad because everybody loves a mad scientist. That's the word on the street. That's what Tyler told me. He said, everybody loves a mad scientist. Um, all right, let's see, we're going to turn that up. So now, boys and girls, ladies and thems, children of all ages, now it is time to get busy living or get busy dying. We are going to pull up our superpower wheels here so we can roll for superpowers. And we're going to pull up our handy-dandy tower grayskull cam because, you know, your Uncle Fishy built this Tower of Grayskull. Ooh, ah, it's beautiful. My wife knows I love He-Man, so she had bought me all the little He-Man figures, you know, like at the Dollar Tree or whatever. And I absolutely love them, man. I got Merman, my favorite. If you walk around school with a name like Fish, and then the coolest cartoon out comes out with, you know, a guy that's a fish man, like, it, it's just beautiful built into the you know the rules of childhood he has to be one of your favorites um so i love he-man my wife bought me all these cool figures i need some place to display it baby so i made me a tower grayskull dice tower because i've been rolling up characters for a long time i've been rolling up characters for a long time and absolutely no shade to the role for sandwiches dude i love his TikTok. it's so much fun to watch Everybody that's ripping off his bit now is like, you know, and we're doing this in honor of roll for sandwiches. Like he did just clarify. I've been doing, I've been rolling my characters a long time before he started that. So I'm not trying to rip him off at all. I love him. I think he does cool stuff. I'm just still doing the thing that I've always been doing. Um, So we're going to take our handy, sandy, handy. (laughs) We're going to take our handy dandy six-sided dice. Um. Katie says, does it make the dice rolls better using a dice tower? Absolutely not. Sometimes it makes them harder. Sometimes it shoots right out the mouth and keeps on going. Sometimes it doesn't come all the way out the grace cold gullet. It's a little harder, but it looks cooler. And I'm all about the looking cool. So we're going to take our handy dandy six-sided. We're going to drop it in. We're going to see how many powers we're going to be given this new character that we're rolling. Skadoosh! Oh, we got one, baby. We got one. We got to make this count. So, all right. Now we're going to go over here to the wonderful world of superpowers. We're going to roll on the wheel over here. And let's see what we get. Oh, be a good one. Lucky, lucky chicken bone. Lucky, lucky chicken bone. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, Create sound. Okay. All right. All right. Create sound. That could be any number of things. That could be any number of things. Uh, all right. Create sound. Okay. Now we've got power modifiers and we've got accents and all kinds of other things. But I think we need to roll for the world first. Which which old school good time cartoon are we going to put this in for this character that creates sound? Because that's going to make a big difference. If we're talking Ghostbusters or Transformers or Care Bears. oh. oh. Yeah, let's see. Let's see what we get. Let's roll it. Don't be care bears. Don't be care bears. Don't be care bears. The legend of Korra. Oh, oh, the legend of Korra. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. We got a sound bender, baby. This is going to be like the first of a new school of study. And this is going to be a sound bender. Oh my God, I'm loving the idea. Oh, freaking goosebumps, dude! Goosebumps. Oh, why you gotta do that to me, Tower Gray Skull? Why you gotta give me the goosebumps? Don't you know with Tret syndrome, the goosebumps hurt like the Dickens? Goodness. All right, man, I'm excited about that. Okay, let's see. We're gonna turn that. Uh, Oh God, God. Now I want to see what we get with like power modifier and see what we what what are we going to add to this power of creating sound what is it going to be medium power okay okay they're learning they're growing let's see if we get anything cool on accents now the accents were kind of designed for green zones so sometimes they may not fit stone okay okay all right i'm okay i'm digging this so since we're doing Legend of Korra and we're making a sound bender, my first thought was that it would be like a spawn of air bending, but to make it to make it a spawn off of an offshoot from earth bending, like metal build bending or fire bending goes into lightning bending. Or water goes into blood bending, like to take it from stone and go into sound, which travels through the air, which is like the exact opposite of stone and was the hardest thing for Aang to learn how to do because it was so different than his native air bending. Okay. Oh, that makes this so much more interesting now. Oh my God. Oh, okay. 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 Young uncle fish is getting riled up, I'm getting excited here. All right, we're going to turn off Tower Gray of Grayskull. We're going to turn that off. We're going to come out here. We're going to check some of the comments. Little Katie from Scotland says, I may make one out of desperation to get better dice rolls in D&D. Oh, absolutely. I totally, you know, I know I was going to use this in my role-playing games and stuff anyway just for fun. Um Katie says, "Sound can be powerful. Sperm whales can make a sound as loud as a cannon shot, and can do a lot of damage to anything in water right in front of it. Absolutely, absolutely. Sound is just vibration. Sound could be from earth and stone vibrating. See, that's what I'm saying. You get into like really hard stone, and you create vibrations in that. That could. Oh man, yeah, baby, y'all go fishing, getting riled right up, and yeah." I'm excited about this one. This is going to be good stuff. This is going to be the good stuff. All right. Now we're going to turn on ye old fish-tastic wonder screen here. And if y'all are following along on TikTok, uh, hey, Tyler, if that's where you're at, I hope you're getting to watch. But for everybody else, if you want to look at the bottom of your screen there, you can follow the Agents of Geekdom Network on all those different channels. And you could go on any of them right now and find the School of Fish live on the air right now for your viewing and pleasure. And if you go to one of those channels and like, follow, subscribe, hit the bells, all those little things, you can leave comments and they'll show up over here on the screen. And I'll put them on the screen and talk with you about them. As you can leave comments, on the old TikTok. I just can't see it because my phone's over my shoulder. Over the shoulder phone holder. That's what they call it. Alright, now, so I don't forget what these are and when I'm coming back later trying to remember all this stuff, what, what did I do with this character? I'm going to write these down again. Okay. Create sound I need to turn down my stabilization on there a little bit. And I got medium power. So we're learning and we got a stone bender, earth bender, but this is we're focusing on stone. And the world I was hoping we would get something cool for legend of Cora. Cuz that is just That was one of my favorite shows. I absolutely loved Legend of Korra, and it deserves something good if we're going to create a character for that. (sighs) Now, what are we going to do? I want to make something interesting. I want to make a character that's interesting. I want to make a character that we haven't seen before. I want to make something new, something interesting. And honestly, not for nothing. I'm all about inclusivity when it comes to cosplay. Like I want to make characters that everybody can cosplay because as a giant fat man with a beard, there are very few characters that I can actually cosplay. Like I could be Toby from this is us. And like, that's about it. There's not a whole lot of characters I can cosplay accurately without like shaving my beard or, you know, losing 150 pounds. (laughs) Um, um, so I'm all about it. If stone vibrates to make sound in theory, it could get strong enough to make earthquakes too. Absolutely. See, Katie smells what I'm stepping in. She's got it. She knows where it goes. That's why I love Katie. She's got the same kind of crazy imagination. I do. Um, and like, I like to make female character. I like to make a lot of female characters because I don't think there's enough female characters out there. Really. You know, there's only a handful of, of really awesome characters and powerful characters and like cool villains and things, you know, you got your wonder woman's and your Supergirls, but like, it's not as much as there should be. There's not as much as there are white guys. And so I'm all about creating female characters. I'm all about creating different female body types because I want everybody to be able to cosplay characters, not, you know, feel left out. Cause like, Oh, you're doing the fat power girl that pisses me off. That's not cool. Um, so, like, I've got all kinds of characters. Oh, look at that. Tyler migrated over to Facebook. Look at you go, son. I'm proud of you. Good to see you. Glad you're back. I was missing you there for a second. Um, So, you know, do I want to do a female? Do I want to do a, a guy? I haven't we've done a lot of female characters lately, so I'm thinking maybe do a guy. Uh, we got to do something unique. Young, old, tall and skinny, little person, maybe it could be cool. That could be cool. as a giant as your uncle fishy is, I actually have little people in my in my family. and so I'm always. Kind of thinking about representation there, too. And I kind of like the idea of a little guy that doesn't, everybody's like, ah, what are you going to worry about this dude? And then he can just freaking lay the smack down. I like that idea. So let's do that. squat form here. Come on. Poor old tablets having a time. I need to I need to break down, take some time, stop and clear out some of the memory and back some stuff up elsewhere so it's not putting as much of a drain on it. Katie coming in with the fact some frequencies of sound can instantly make people lose control of their bodily functions. It might be embarrassing to fight. <laughs> him. Oh, you think you're a tough guy? You think you're so big? <clears throat> ah, I messed my britches. <laughs> you run in shame because I have made you soil your britches and Fiat. Oh, man. What do you call like he needs like a Name like you know quarter note or something like you know, and I'm kind of thinking with sound and stone and all of that, and being an earthbender and everything. I'm almost thinking like I'm almost thinking like he needs a drum or something like a stone drum that you know he could hit and. Beat on and make different, you know, different songs and sounds and get different results and effects. Kind of thinking that might be the way to go or something like that. You know, something to include the stone aspect. Because I kinda like the idea of him like vibrating the stones or hitting them or pounding them or something to create the vibrations out of like a really dense hard stone um, that would really be cool. Loud noises make me freak out. So I wouldn't want to fight. Oh god, I can't stand loud noises. I like that idea. Cause that's a good idea, ain't it? <laughs> Gave him like a granite, little granite like bass drum or something. And strap it around his neck. And give him some, like, you know, polished steel beaters or something to bang on it with and. And your Uncle Fishy's a drummer, so you know. If I can if I can make him a drummer over, say a guitarist, I to do that. <laughs> Not that I got anything against guitars. I just I don't like drawing all the strings. Tell you the truth. I'll be honest with you. That's why I've never had a guitar carrying hero. I don't want to draw all the strings. That many straight lines in a row? No, thank you, says Fishy. Now I'm thinking if he's a stone bender, I'm thinking he's gonna be barefoot. So he can he can still like feel the ground and do all the stone bending and everything and better feel the vibrations like Toph did and I'm thinking he even like grew up studying her methods and stuff to learn sound bending through stone. I'm digging this idea. Okay. So I'm thinking maybe we have two slabs of granite or something, you know, some obsidian or you know, something really hard and stiff stone here at the end and then it's there's like a drum frame in between that gives it room to vibrate because it's got to be realistic for our silly little made-up character for the world of legend Core of where people can use the magic powers to control fire and water and make sound out of stone like if it's not realistic what are we doing people what are we doing oh no gotta run walmart get close for a date i got later congratulations congratulations get out there and look snazzy yeah get there pitch a little whoa see what sticks absolutely man got to Got to go out and look good. This might be the one. You never know. Seems like I keep talking a lot to friends and people in Messenger and whatnot. I keep talking about meeting my wife a lot. You know, like talking with people that are hoping to meet that someone or whatnot. But it seems like me and my wife keep coming up an awful lot in conversation lately. I'm currently avoiding my woodpecker painting because it's driving me crazy. Katie says the peckers be driving it crazy. I'm sorry, Katie. If the peckers are driving you crazy, you got to avoid the peckers. That's what Katie says. Katie's not gonna have it. My new little wiener's been driving me crazy, so I'm avoiding him right now. And he's on the other side of the door just whining. Y'all might not be able to hear him in the internet land, but by George, I can hear him whining. He drives me up of the wall. Because mama's not here and sissy's not here. Sissy usually uh Sissy usually homeschools. She's in the virtual academy school, so she's usually home. So if I'm in here, he can go get attention from her and be okay. This is one of his first times being alone in there for a, in a while. There's a collie sat on her. Oh my goodness! Somebody go tell Timmy. <laughs> collie sat on Kiki. what's that collie you want to sit on me and keep me from getting anything done well okay then all right we'll do that all right 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 um let's click over here for a second and let's get us a new little screen up and let's Let's see if we can find some images of uh, different earthbending outfits. Like I know they've got a look. I know the green, but like I'm wondering if there's a consistent theme to it. Right, there's definitely some tunic action going on there. Right, and this is Legend of Cora, so we're a little bit further along, a little bit more advanced in our clothing. All So we're going to turn that off. And then we're going to put me back equal with it. And you know why we're going to do that boys and girls? Because it's easier to edit it into TikToks this way. That's why. I don't have to grab that little bitty fishy in the corner and blow him up blurry. I can use a big fishy on the side. And I like using a big fishy on the side. Everybody could use a big fishy on the side, they say. and i'm thinking i'm thinking this dude is primarily a like a street performer like he does you know he at least goes around under the guise of being a street performer if nothing else and can like make a living doing shows on the street with his sound bending and you know impress people with his gimmicks that they haven't seen before but when it comes down to it this dude can throw down like hold down and really really make you regret stepping up to him. I'm gonna put some streamers on the end of his Gloves there, and we're going to put some doodads on his sleeves here to make more of a show out of his outfit so he can draw attention and make some money and kind of easier to blend in and disappear. I would think, like, you know, oh, that's just a street performer, we don't need to worry about what he's doing, and then all of a sudden, skidoo, she's busted open the face of the town hall. Or whatever, or the banker. But nothing says he has to be a bad guy. He could just be a guy that's a street performer that keeps getting pulled into situations that he didn't want to be a part of, but you know, he go back down. Cause he's earthbender and they don't play that nonsense. Rocks ain't known for backing down, getting out of the way. They're known for sitting there and being stubborn. And that's what this fella likes to do. He likes to stay in the way. That's what they say. All right. I I don't know why. I don't know if maybe he's a monk or something and has studied this skill, but I'm liking the idea of him having like a a shaved head and a little top ponytail thing you know as a monk i'm almost wondering if he shouldn't paint his face too like as a street performer like you know to get more attention and then, you know, it's like, Oh, look at me. I'm playing songs. Look at that. Oh, look what I'm doing to stone. Isn't that cool? And then, you know, when it comes time to throw it down, it's like, boom, 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 faboom, boom, fa-boom, fa-boom, knocking everybody down. And all of a sudden you realize he's not a clown at all. He's not a clown at all. He threw you for a loop's what he did. All right. I'm digging this, man. This is going to be cool. This is going to be cool. This is going to be something to write home to mama about. Dookie dookie do. Take a little sip of the coffee. Need a little go-go juice. And for those of y'all watching on TikTok Live, you can go down to the bottom of the screen and follow any of those places. Look for the Agents of Geekdom Network on all those different channels. and Follow along, hit the bell, subscribe, and YouTube. Can watch and join in on the conversation every Tuesday and Thursday morning on the Agents of Geekdom Network. And we can create new characters together and you can throw out ideas and crazy facts like Katie does every day. With all the, yeah, we can make them crap our pants, says Katie with the sound. Katie got to take it dark, they say. <laughs> I actually love that she mentioned that because I was thinking the exact same thing. I just hadn't said it. Which is probably a miracle. And I thought something without saying it. Silly old fishy. <laughs> there's got to be some use for the random info my brain stores, says katie absolutely i've had so much fun doing this stream just to be able to unleash and use some of the random stuff that i know and apply and like all the little random bits of animal biology and stuff that i've learned over the years has come in so handy creating random characters And being like, oh, wait a minute, if we apply that weird characteristic to this thing, we get a brand new cool alien. my wiener whining at the door saying daddy why have you forsaken me silly wiener I'm just doing my school of fish art stream like I do every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 11 a.m. eastern standard time 10 a.m. for those of us in central zones yeah I'm just doing my art stream Talking with my friends from around the countryside, rolling up random characters. And now not just making characters for green zone, but I'm making characters for all kinds of old shows and cartoons that I like, which honestly has been pretty free, you know, for green zone, I got to keep them within, within a certain realm of pseudo believability, you know, to fit in my world and in my stories. But, you know, now, man, I could do something for Thundar the Barbarian, or the Centurions, or the Inhumanoids, like I did the other day. There are all kinds of weird stuff. He-Man, or Thundercats, or Tiger Sharks, or Ghostbusters, the real or otherwise. Because I'm one of the few people that actually really dug the Ghostbusters show. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. 10 a.m. Tuesdays and Thursdays, Eastern Standard Time. 4 p.m. Scottish Standard Zone. I don't know whatever it's called over there. Ain't Greenwich Mean Time, but you know whatever it is over there. Whoops, I just started a comment. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, and I forgot. While we're at it, there's 12 days left on the Cthulhu is hard to spell All Ages anthology set over on back kit and it's featuring a brand new story from yours truly oh brothers and sisters gary feldman district assistant district manager of the multiverse you need to go to uhsstudios.com backslash back it and you can jump on board and back that book okay let me show you uh i got the wrong mouse let me show you just for a second we're going to step away from what we're doing and we're going to go look at what we did Cause what we did is flipping amazing. Um, I got the first page colored yesterday. Well, the second page colored actually. And brothers and sisters, hold your breath. Look at that nonsense right there. I'm even I'm gonna do you a favor. That's what I'm gonna do. Come here. Come on, Mouse. Where you at? There you are. We're gonna make this full stream just so you don't have to look at my ugly face. You can see that. I mean, look at the beauty. Look at the look at the gorgeousness. Look at the the sexy angel demon women. Got old Gary looking all handsome and sexy. Look at them backgrounds, baby. Look at the sun poking in through the window. Look at all the convoluted crap on the bookshelves look at look at little miss daisy over here getting her books off the shelf look at little old flying piglet trying to carry a book can't hardly keep it up and uh um i'm gonna give out an official mr fish comics no prize if you can tell me where that book's from right there it's kind of hard to read at this angle so let's turn it a little bit um, if you can tell me what reference that books to, I'm going to give you an official Mr. Fish comics, no prize. One of your very own that you can pretend to hold and keep forever. Um, man, look at the books just going off into the horizon. Every which aware she looks familiar. Surely she's not from some copyrighted movie. Ah, well, couldn't be, no, wouldn't be. Shouldn't ought to be, um, man, it's just so much cool stuff. Look, look at that. Let's get way back in there in the background. Look, your uncle Fishy even made a cameo. Isn't that something? Y'all didn't know your uncle Fishy was in the book. Your uncle Fishy's in almost every book I've ever done. Thank you, Katie. I really appreciate that. I'm really proud of the way this came out and it took me five hours to color this thing yesterday. But, man, it came out looking good. And his assistant, I just love her outfit. I love her look. I love her whole vibe. It's going to be a big part of the story. If we get to go forward. Um, The book's already backed. It's already uh, hit goals. So right now, it's just a matter of whether or not you get to get in on it and get some of this awesomeness or not. You know, are you gonna are you gonna miss out, or are you gonna go to uhsstudios.com backslash back it and go back it and get yourself a copy of it because they're doing new hardcover release of it, and with that new hardcover release, even if you bought it before, now it's coming with all new stories like Gary Feldman, assistant m- district manager of the multiverse, from yours truly, written, directed, illustrated by Fishy Lee, color flats by Shane Queen the queen of flats from the Philippines. I love her dearly, even though she kind of probably hates me right now because of all of the books in the background, but hopefully I'll be able to win her over and get her to keep working with me because she's the best. Absolutely love working with her. And when Fishy finds talented folks to work with, I tend to stick with them. Do what it takes. Keep them on my side because she does good quality work. I appreciate that. I'll tell you one thing I had to learn. When I went from just drawing comic book things and drawing comic book characters and coming up with comic book ideas and moved over to actually drawing them all the time, like making a living drawing comic books, which is, you know, what I do to pay my bills now, pay my rent, keep my kids fed. I used to love making the most complicated designs for characters with all cool kinds of cool little intricate patterns and really heavily detailed, uh, cyborg parts with a million little joints and gears and pistons. And yeah, I've learned to simplify that now that I have to draw that same character a million times in a book and not just, you know, take a day, to draw him once really cool, but I have to be able to draw him possibly 10 or 12 times per page. Oh yeah, I have learned to simplify my designs. And as much as I love a good asymmetrical design, I've also learned that that's real easy to screw up and make you have to go back and redo stuff. Like when I did my book Green Zone Life in the Blocks, I made their costumes asymmetrical. and. Everybody in Green Zone, because it's illegal to have superpowers, you know, once you're registered as a genome and lose all your citizenship and your rights, if you have a job, you have to have a green stripe on your uniform so everybody knows that you're a genome. Kind of like, you know, the Star of David for the Jews in Nazi Germany, because, you know, some of them don't look like genomes and we just we can't have them sneaking around like humans now, can we? What if we don't know that they're a genome? What if we don't know they're a monster in disguise? So everybody has to wear this green stripe, and the green stripe and the badge are all on you know, one side of the uniform. And there have been a whole lot of times I've had to go back and redraw stuff because I flipped it and put it on the wrong side. Katie says, I learned how difficult costumes with feathers are to draw. Ooh. I got hired to draw a character wearing a, you know, Native American headdress. And, oh, my mercy. Yeah, I didn't think that was going to be as time-consuming as it was. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's no big deal. No, that was a big deal. That was a lot to draw. Now, rusty lips. I took some of the brush tips that I use that are built into this brush, and I made myself a couple of other tools, a couple other shape tools that use those same tips. So now when I go to make a circle or something, it doesn't have to obviously look different. If I want it to be a perfect circle, it doesn't have to obviously look different than the other ones. And I also, I did it with the line tool too. So, you know, if I want to build a building in the background or something, it doesn't have to look way different than all the other lines in the piece look because that was make that was the one thing i wasn't liking about my new brushes was that they they stood out so much from the other ones i'm gonna make this drum a little bit wider and then we'll copy and paste and we we'll gonna bring that over we'll copy and paste and we're gonna bring that over yeah a little wider on that side too because we can and we're going to change that rotation just to- Love that vector race man that is that's the good stuff right there that is the good stuff that's what you paid to see certainly why I paid for the clip studio I can guarantee you that oh wow. now we're going to hold down the, the shift alt and we're going to shrink that down that way and then we're going to move it over a little bit to make the inside of that part Do 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 babies. That's how we do. Nope, didn't get enough of that. You gotta sometimes it's easier to just put a little cross on there so that I know it'll stop at that line when it erases. And then I can come back and grab those guys and cut them. Just draw that in so that blends a little bit easier. I don't have should have it is my very favorite brush in the whole wide world that I made I don't have a rusty version of it I wish I did I don't I should have and I, I could have but I didn't I. So it's going to be a straight line. Um, But my very favorite tool that I've ever made is this fish bar, I call it. And it's just a white line with a thin black line on one side and a thicker black line on the other. And I use that for more than just about anything. Because, like, you can do it like that, and it's a handrail. You can make it a handrail going down staircases. You can make it a pipe going along the wall. You can have it being a wire go up the wall and there's just a little bit of shadow behind it. Um, It's so easy in so many ways. You can, you know, like, oh, there you go. Now we made a window real quick. Like it, it works so well for so many things so fast. I have gotten more use out of that brush than anything else i've ever made on here okay wrong way let's see and as long as we keep going the same direction with it it'll keep having the shadow on the same side of the line oh And what I didn't do here was add in the other lines in the background where this is crossed over, but it's gonna be okay. Because now that I've drawn those in, I can come back and grab those two, and then I can cut them and paste them, and now they're on top of it. And then I'm going to come back in here and I'm going to make some crossing lines for the other set of straps that are, you know, keeping this drum on so nice and tight and snug and connecting to whatever these little things are here on the bottom of it. And holding these two hard rock plates together. with okay, a little white and just block that out a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And I'll come back and grab this edge and I'm going to cut and paste it so now it's on top of everything. And then I'm going to come back with uh, so you can see what I'm doing. I'm going to come back in with my correct line tool and I'm going to narrow and I'm going to come down to where uh, it says process the whole line and I'm going to turn that off and I'm going to make my brush large enough so I can see what I'm doing. And I'm going to come back on this line and I just want to thin this front edge out I don't want to thin the whole thing I want it to get thicker as it goes back and you know becomes a bigger part of the shape of this but right here I want it to thin out and I want to do the same thing over here this time I'm going to thin it down so they don't get as much of the extra stuff that I don't want to disappear but I want to thin this line down I could set it so that it goes, it does more with each stroke, but I find I have better results if I go a little slower and don't overdo it. Sometimes my my results are too drastic. Now I'm going to go to uh, narrow and I'm going to hit the whole line. So I can take the whole thing down a little bit and get it closer to where I want it quicker all right here we go that's coming along pretty good all right and we're gonna say that he likes to you know he keeps his hands wrapped up in colorful fabric and stuff so that you know it looks like great decoration but he's also like wrapping his hands like a boxer so that you know he can keep a good grip on what he's doing and if he has to throw some hands he's ready to throw some hands just cuz he's short don't mean he ain't deadly i'm loving this dude I got contacted by somebody that watched uh, episode five when we created the waterbender mama from Green Zone there uh, that was interested in buying my character. Never had that before. No, I mean, I've designed characters for other people. I've had people ask a couple times about buying characters, but they were characters that there's no way I was ever going to let go of them. Um, But that one, like, you know, I've already got ideas now where I'm going to stick her in Green Zone, but, like, I'm not so attached to her that I couldn't consider it. But I'm like, I don't even know what I would charge for something like that. I mean, never had to do it before. It's never really been an issue. But. I don't know, letting go of her and letting go of my ability to use her. And that's because I could use her. I got plans for her. Do you do commissions for drawing people's characters? Oh, absolutely. I do it all the time. I mean, like a lot of the early drawings that I was doing on um, Kickstarter, a lot of those time-lapse videos were all just commissions i was doing for other people and trying to get more use out of it but more and more i've gotten to the point now where people are like no i don't want my i don't want my new character that i had you commission go out on TikTok because everybody's afraid that you know their idea is going to be the next star wars and they're going to get ripped off and and if you want to be careful, I understand. No harm, no foul. But I was offering a little bit cheaper deal if I could use it as TikTok fuel too. Cuz then, you know, I can get I can get more viewership and stuff out of it and get more eyes on my work and my books and get more out of it than just the money that I'm getting paid right now to draw your character. So, I gave a little discount for that. Some of them weren't happy to, you know, wait a minute. I want that discount. Well, that discount came with me being able to share it on TikTok. If I can't can't do that with it too, then, well, this is the price for that. I don't want to pay that price. Well, you also don't want people to see your character because you're afraid they're going to steal it. And Occasionally people will, but... I don't know. I don't worry about it too much. I've had so many of my designs magically end up at other places like for years. As a kid, every time I came up with a character... I would design a cool new character and a cool new name and a cool new power set and how they got it and i'd start you know drawing out my crappy little drawings of this character and then next thing you know then a year or so every freaking time i'd be at the comic book store looking for something cool and there would be the character i just designed most often with the same name, often the same power set, whole nine yards. It happened so many times for years. As a kid, I was convinced somebody was following me around and, you know, stealing it from me. Now I realize that most likely we were just, honestly, we were just inspired by the same things and got to the same place. And that happens more often than a lot of us creatives might like to admit. It's easier to say they stole it than to admit that we were both inspired by the same thing. Because a lot of people don't want to admit that they were inspired by something else. No, this has to be 100% original. Or it's 100% rip-off. There's no in-between. Well, everything that we Everything that we take in as a creative inspires us into new ideas. and There's nothing wrong with that. It's just how you do it. But so anyway, I guess I just kind of, I got so used to my ideas popping up other places especially as a kid, that I don't worry about it as much now because, like, what somebody else is going to do with it is not what I'm going to do with the idea. And that's where the real difference is. That's, That's what makes the difference between one story being really awesome and another story being, eh, is, you know what the creator did with it and what the creator did that made this cool. And my stuff is always going to be cool. This would be my stuff and your stuff's always going to be your stuff. And if somebody rips off one of my ideas for green zone. They can put out a knockoff book. I've seen some people since I started advertising green zone that have suddenly put out books that feel very similar. Let's say feel very inspired by. But they're not gonna be able to do the same stuff that I can do with Green Zone, and they're not it's not gonna have the same story and complicated backstories and stuff that mine has. It's just it's not gonna be the same thing. When I was a kid, Katie says, I started writing a story about unicorns. Horse mad teenage girl, obviously. Then someone told me about the Firebringer novels and it was almost the same idea I had written. Oh yeah. Like I have one story that I've been working on for a long time that I'm really proud of that I deeply love. And I would love to be doing that story right now, but there are so many stories that have come out over the last 10 years or so that hit on very similar themes and have some very similar looks in some of the characters, just like in, You know, hair color, age, gender, things like that. There have been so many stories come out lately like that that I'm like, "Eh, now's not the time. Because if I put out my story right now, it's going to look like it's a knockoff of all these other stories, even though I've been working on it for decades longer than they've been out. Nobody knows that. All they know is those other stories came out. Then my story comes out and looks a lot like it. Some of them even did some of the story aspects better than I was planning on. I can admit that. Um, did it in a much neater way. Really liked what they did with it. Really enjoyed it. Cancel that. I hit the wrong button. Um, and that's fine. I'll do my story later on when it doesn't feel like it's, you know, quite as much of a copy. You know, does it doesn't have as many similarities out there as it does right now. But yeah, I've one of the stories I'm talking about, like I started picking up this comic book and I absolutely loved it. And they did parts of my story, not the whole thing, not the exact story, but some of the parts of it, they did so well and did it in such a better way and a more complex emotional story than i had for it and i was just like oh man they freaking killed it they they took this so far beyond what i was doing it's not even a competition they did it so much better than i had planned and it's and it's different it's a totally different story but they man they killed it they just killed it and i can admit that kind of hurt my feelings a little bit But I can admit it. I'm fine. And I'm still going to do my story at some point. Just got to wait for the right time. Right time, right place, right publisher. It's far too quiet up in here, that's what Katie said. For the lips, I like to take the skin color, go just a hair redder, just a hair darker for the bottom lip, and then just a hair darker for the top lip, show a little shadow, and that usually gets me pretty close to where I wanna be. I may come back and change it, but for right now, it gets me in the right part of town. I can drive around and find the right address later. Alright, now we need green, we need a muted, dark green, for the tunic. Darker green for that accent, and then I'm going to go yellow or... For those strips make him showy for his street performer costume oh, i didn't tie that all together did i silly fishy leaving gaps Now I've destroyed the illusion of the suspension of disbelief for Katie. That's what I did. I love the costume. I always have trouble with making up clothes for my characters. Oh, gosh. Man, that is the part. Clothing for characters is the part that freaks me out the most. Like, that is the part that I'm worried is going to get me on a watch list somewhere. You know, because like... I'm typing up all kinds of weird things into my search engines every day to, you know, get looks I'm going for, like, you know, crying black man or, you know, machine guns or, God forbid. I, I just made a rule with myself. I wasn't doing anything Nazi anymore because I don't want to have to look up that nonsense on my computer anymore for references. I'm just I'm tired of it. I don't want to do it anymore and uh so the, it's bad enough the crazy stuff that's on my search engine you know that I look for all the time but then you know when suddenly the story calls for you know a bunch of middle school girls or something i don't have any idea what middle school girls wear to school nowadays so i'm online looking for like middle school girl back to school fashion on top of all the other weird stuff that I've looked for and that's when I'm like yeah this is this is gonna get me on a watch list this is gonna get me in trouble this is gonna be the part that gets me is the you know looking for kindergarten boy back to school fashion or whatnot, so that I know it like even when I stick my grandbabies in the background of a scene You know, I still, I got to put clothes on them and truth be told, most of the time while they was living here my grandbabies run around in their drawers all the time, they're running around the house in their pull-ups all day long. Um, (laughs) Little ornery suckers just do not want to get dressed and fight mama tooth and nail every time it's time to get dressed. So eventually she's just like, fine, run around naked, see if I care so you know but i'm not putting my grandbabies in the background of comic books in their pull-ups no it's not the way fishy does so i gotta you know look up clothes for them to wear because in the moment i can't think what what clothes the kids wear writers have the same trouble katie says i have a uh, googled some very odd stuff over the years for writing reference oh absolutely how long does it take a person to suffocate within a, you know, this, that, or the other? How long does it take somebody to die of starvation? Oh, yeah. We end up looking up some really weird stuff. I'm always thinking as I'm going through and Googling this stuff, I'm like, okay. Now, when I'm sitting across from a fed at some point, what am I going to tell him I was doing? Like, I better make sure that I save these where I can find them, these comic book pages so that I can explain to him and be like, see, this, this right here, this is what I was doing. Usually I can fill these guys in real easy, but they are just too small right now. Um wider So instead I'm gonna take a straight line and just fill in that area like a boss. Katie says, some of my friends once, for a Vampire the Masquerade campaign, were Googling how to make, whoo, and security at the White House, and wondered if they were going to be, oh my mercy, I don't even want to read that out loud, yeah. Yep. Yep, that is a good way to do it a good way to get yourself in hot water real quick. And I'm sure when they go to investigate those things, they look over the rest of your searches and the rest of your communications and, you know, to determine if you're actually a threat or not, but... Yeah, I have to wonder about that. You know, right now I'm really wishing... Katie had sent me some images of uh, stone to work from. It was for vampires in the White House or something. It wasn't. I wasn't in that particular campaign. Yeah, right now I'm wishing Katie had sent me some like hard granite pictures or something that I could turn into textures for this. Let me see if I've got anything that would work well. Oh, that's all. No, that's not the right kind of stone. That's a stone wall. Oh, Katie says she can get me some. Throw it on screen while we're doing it, here so y'all can see what I'm doing too. Where I keep all my textures and whatnot. Um, let's go back up one and look at nuclear overlays and textures. I bought these, but they're mostly they're mostly concrete stuff. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool too. It's marble. I like that one. All right. We're going to try and pull that one in. So, all right. Close that down. And, oh, I'm using the wrong mouse on the wrong computer. Because Uncle Fish, you got to be extra and have two computers going at the same time, with four screens. Port, image, references, crunch. Oh, it wasn't in that crunch. Katie says she just messaged me some. That's what Katie says. Because Katie's the bomb. So let's see what Katie sent. Facebook. I had to turn Facebook off while I'm working because I end up getting so many messages while I'm working and the ding going off in my ear drives me nuts. Those are cool. Those are neat. That actually kind of looks like a stone drum sort of right there. Like, that. honestly, that's what I was envisioning at first. Was around chipped away stone like that. Yeah, I like that. Let me see how this black granite marble whatever does and then... um, Okay, selection, selected layer. Nope, wrong layer, selected. Layer. Selected layer. Oop. Then come here and layer mask, outside selection. Like it almost feels like it's a little dark, maybe. I oh, don't know. Kind of like it. Let's see. Uh, wonder what a screen would yeah. that's, that's not right. That's not right. That is not right. Color burn, ain't it? Multiply hard mix. Nope. Exclusion. Lighter color. Nope. It's so dark. Color. Just nothing. Brightness. That kinda works, we can go with there for now. All right, we had an hour and 20 minutes. We can keep going and get us a little, get us a little shadow and highlights on. There. That's what we'll do. Um, I gotta fix one thing first though, cause it's bugging me. Cause the straps ain't connected to squat. We can't just walk around with a floating drum with our magic sound making powers from stone. That's just, that ain't the world we live in. We can either live in a world of fancy or a world of fairy tales. We cannot live in both. <laughs> Uncle Fishy out here talking crazy, talking ain't nobody here to stop him. Who gave this fool an art stream? That's what I want to know. All right, we are going to make the color layer there or reference layer now. And then, oh, this is cool, this is cool. I made myself a custom little action here where I can hit play on that and then come back and it's automatically thrown in a color layer over my flats, a multiply and a screen layer so I don't have to click add layer multiply turn it purple add layer screen turn it purple it just does all that for me and that is really cute i'm really happy with the way that works that just saved me a couple of minutes that i then wasted telling you how it works but when i'm doing pages that's going to help out a lot and now i'm going to click on a multiply layer i'm going to click on select color gamut i'll pull it down so you can see it i'm going to make sure that it's clicked on uh, reference layer which is the color layer that I just made and I'm gonna click on the blank space around the colors click okay then I'm gonna right click on my multiply layer I'm gonna go over to uh, mass selection which masks off everything outside of that character on the multiply layer then I'm gonna go to my screen layer do the same thing select color gamut select the outside where it's blank around those colors Then I'm gonna right click on my screen layer, go to layer mask, mask selection. And now I could come in with my airbrush. And just so you can see that it's having the effect, I'm gonna make the background a dark color because screen doesn't really work on white. And let's say we pick green as our highlight color, though I wouldn't and come through with the airbrush. It's only gonna work in him because everything else is mashed off and we can go to the multiply layer with it and it's only going to make shadows where he is and not anywhere else because i mashed it off and that that helps speed this time up so much um all right now i'm going to go to my highlight layer i'm going to pick my normal bright yellow i'm going to pick my biggest airbrush and i'm gonna hit the top edges of this and then i'm going to come in with my selection tool and like i said i before i would do this differently if if i was doing this on a comic book page and the whole page was colored and the whole thing was flatted i would have used my select color gamut and i would select all of the colors where this guy is all of his colors so all of him is selected and then i would have sprayed it with the airbrush to get the highlights and then i would be deselecting everywhere i want to keep the highlights so the rest of the mask would stay in place but because i do these character drawings differently I'm doing my mask a little bit differently, and instead I am, instead of deselecting and cutting out of my established mask, I am selecting and making a mask, but I'm then gonna turn around and invert that mask here in a minute. So I'm selecting everywhere that I want the highlights to be, where I want them to stay, and like his upper lip, but not in the corners there where his cheeks are pulled in from smiling. Just a little blip on his chin, a little hair on his lower lip there. I want to leave a highlight on some of that collar, but I want to cut out around his ear. top edges of this stuff here I'm going to get part of these streamers I'm going to get the top edge of his arm I'm going to get the top edge of those muscles this top edge of the wraps around his arms I'll make sure I get his knuckles and chunks of the wrapping in here on the tops of his fingers I'm going to get the outside edge of those streamers hanging off his arms that are sticking out. Get that. Get a little bit of the top of his chest there. Shoulder. And again, I've sprayed the airbrush all over him gently to put highlights coming from the angle I want them at all over him. And now I'm selecting everywhere I want those highlights to stay. And then I'm going to delete everything outside of this mask here in a minute and invert the mask. And then I'll have a mask for my shadows that is everywhere my highlights weren't. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna undo that. Cause I got a better tool for doing that with. Get the top edge of those. I'm gonna get the outside edge of this. And even if some of this stuff wasn't sprayed with the airbrush, which it wasn't, I still want it to be highlighted. Like, even though there's not yellow on his foot over here, I still want that foot highlighted. Even though the sunshine didn't get all the way over here to his knee, I still want that part to be highlighted. I still want the top of his foot highlighted, so I'm still going to select it, even though it's not yellow. And I want part of this to be highlighted a little bit too. Okay, now, everything that I've got selected, I'm going to click this button down here that's kind of hard for you to see you've got clear selection which will clear everything in that selection and next to it I've got clear outside the selection so I'm gonna come back up so you can see him a little bit clear outside selection and now I've deleted everything outside of that and now he's just got highlights in the parts where I want them I'm also going to come in with a transparent airbrush and i'm gonna lighten up a little bit of those really bright spots just a little bit take a little bit of the edge off of some of those okay now i'm going to invert my selection so everything else is selected but those and then i'm going to come back in with a really big brush and one of my favorite shadow colors and shadow it in and now it's done everything outside of him outside of those areas is shadowed and i dig the way that works together i like the way it comes out looking and then for his skin tone i'm going to select everywhere that his skin tone is with select color gamut and then i'm going to go to filter blur gaussian blur I'm bring it down so y'all can kind of see it i'm going to take it up to uh, around 25 24 and i'm going to select okay now that's on the shadow layer on my multiply layer so that's going to blur the edges of all my shadows inside the selected area of his skin and then i'm going to go to my screen layer i'm going to do the same thing i'm on screen i've got all of his skin selected i'm going to go to filter blur gaussian blur And then i'm going to take the strength on that gaussian blur up to about 25 or so click ok and that's going to blur the edges on all the highlights too so now you can see on all of his face areas that's all blended in a lot better i left i didn't select his makeup areas or his clothes because I wanted the edges on those to be a little sharper. I wanted them to stand out as like the makeup is different than his face, but I wanted to kind of blur it in on his skin a little bit. So it wasn't so, so bright on that. Um, Check. All right. So let's see. Now I said I had something different I was gonna do in here. Um, I'm gonna take my selection tool and set refer to all layers. And I'm gonna set my area scaling negative. Let's see what 10 does. And select in here. And that will select, that'll leave me a little gap around those lines. When I select to kind of look like, you know, to sort of hint at, it's leaving a shadow there. And then I'm going to go to my shadow layer. I'm going to come back with a transparent airbrush. Make it a little smaller and I'm going to paint there. And then I'm going to come back with on my highlight layer, and put just a touch of highlights. And now it sort of looks quickly like there's shadows underneath those lines which is a neat little effect that works pretty quickly my problem is the highlights and shadow effect did not work well with this brightness layer above it so if i okay because i had my effect layer of this stone above everything else and it wasn't looking right but when i moved it down below my highlights and shadows it looked a lot better paint that out a little bit and then i'm going to come in with my blur tool i'm gonna enlarge it and i'm gonna blend out that edge of the highlights on these because this stone is polished to a high shine so i'm gonna say it doesn't have a hard edge on the shadow and highlight right there, like it does on this edge, that is a hard edge, but you know, smooth that out a little bit. I kind of like the way he's coming out. I think he looks like a bad little man. He looks like a dude you don't want to mess with. And the idea of him using his. Uh, earthbending skills to, to use these hard stone drums to generate sound that can create earthquakes and knock people down and make people sick and probably even cut through steel if he wanted to. I love this idea. This is such a neat idea. I'm so glad that we got Legend of Korra when we rolled up this character. Cause man he is awesome he is such a cool fit for that world um <laughs> exactly katie says he looks like he don't take crap from anyone yeah i'm feeling you i oh i love this little dude I'm, uh i keep saying it but i just keep loving the characters that we're creating on this show together and if anybody else wants to you know tune in and watch y'all need to go to agents of geekdom network on youtube twitch facebook twitter and you can watch live you can go back and re-watch it later on and you can have a hand in helping us make up awesome characters like this like katie and sir and fee and everybody else has man i just i really appreciate everybody tuning in everybody hanging out um I just, I really appreciate y'all. Tyler coming in again, man. I really appreciate you coming back to see us, man. That's cool. Thank you for everybody that signed up on YouTube and subscribed and all that stuff and Twitch and all of those, man. Just really appreciate y'all. I hope you enjoy it. And I look forward to seeing you guys back next Tuesday. You can also catch me tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Five Star Fridays with me and all my friends over there on Five Star Fridays where we run down some awesome characters and talk about what makes them cool, who would beat who in a fight. It's a fun time. Um, anyway, I'm fixing to get out of here. Love y'all. Peace out.